Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much for um, joining us. And today we're going to be praying for corruption in the South Pacific, which is quite a major issue, as we'll soon hear. And uh, we're also going to be sharing communion. We want to give um, you a little bit of notice. So if you want to go and get your emblems, so you can join us in that way. That'd be great. And in the meantime, I'll put on two worship songs. And But I just realised, Margaret, you were probably going to say hello and welcome. So maybe you'd like to open in prayer. <laughs> Bless you. Okay. So today is the 25th November. 6 a.m. Jerusalem time. Welcome, everybody. Thank you, Father, for this South Pacific Watch, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, for everyone on this call and those that will be watching it, Father. You know the issues, Father, at hand at this hour, Lord God. We ask you, Lord, that you will hear our prayers, that we will pray in a way that pleases your heart and that we will come with full faith knowing that you're hearing us and it will be done according to your will, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, Margaret. Great to see the others that have come on the call. Hi, Isaiah. Actually, I might say this now. Our last South Pacific Global Watch, Isaiah was our guest. And he led us in prayer for the Tongan election. And the election was a week ago today. And many of you that are on this call now were on that call last time. And we've got a praise report. <laughs> Haven't we, Isaiah? We've got a praise report. There's another um, pastor that um, we've come to know who's living on the island and he was with us last week on the day of election and we were able to pray with him and he has sent a message in regards to the outcome of the election and he said all of Tonga is excited about the results of the election because almost all of the People's Party weren't elected and we are praising God for his answered prayer. We're all, we were part of this, everyone. So, yeah, I think we give for this answered prayer for Tonga. Do you want to add anything, Yosaya? Would you like to say anything? Go. Yeah, I think, as I know, that uh, you people were praying, and not only you around the world, and also the, our Tongan people around overseas, they were, they were praying for this particular general election. And not only that, but the king stepped forward and made a speech requesting the people to choose the right people for this parliament. And to me personally, I believe that this is the first ever 
election that have been prayed by Christians, not only you wonderful people, but also our people. And the results were everyone happy about it, as the pastor in Tonga said, and we are all rejoicing. One of the media report that said, after the election on the 18th, and the following morning, he was really surprised. It's just like a hurricane that wrecked havoc the whole island. Why? Because everyone quiet. And I think because of the spirit of the Lord presence and everyone happy, there was no celebration who is who were elected, but everyone keeps silence. And I think to me personally, I, I'm really thank God for everything and give him the glory and honor for what he's been doing in our small island kingdom. But the main thing, I think we believe that we have a true significant foundation of Christianity in Tonga. As I was sharing with you about the code of arm, God and Tonga, and my refuge, my inheritance. And of course, our flag is the cross of Jesus, even the, the, the shape of the cross is meant for the red cross, but it meant for the cross of Jesus. And I think people should realize that in our small island kingdom, when we align our lives are going to the principle of God's uh, word and express our respect and honor him and glorifying him, God is going to do something significant for our small island kingdom. But anyway, thank God. Praise yeah. God for everything. Praise Bless you, God. wonderful Christians, for thank all you. what you've been done in pray. God thank answers you. your prayers and our people's prayer. Yes, yes. The army is the praying army has risen, hasn't it? It's rising Amen. and it's risen. And dear Isaiah, with a, a few others, they had numerous days of 24-hour prayer and fasting and worship in the lead yeah. up to the election. This teamwork of God's army, it's awesome, isn't it? How beautiful it is, isn't it? Well, Lord. We can't come and pray about corruption in the South Pacific unless we have clean hands and pure heart ourselves in Australia. We are responsible before you for the treatment of those who come from all these islands to earn money to support their families back home, the ones who've come amongst us. We want to thank you humbly, Lord, for the great abundance of all the crops and fruit and vegetables that we have in Australia. It's just overflowing in this country at present. And we are the recipients. We eat the fruit and vegetables and other overseas countries do too. We are so grateful, Lord, for your generous provision to this land, though we may be under some pressure at present. And we are thank you, thanking you, Lord, for all those who come in to do all the hard work on our behalf. But we know, Lord, that there are over a thousand seasonal workers who have absconded from their workplaces during the past year. Now, there has to be reason for this. And, Lord, 
away are coming to you with a very humble and a, a repentant heart, confessing before you, Lord, you said to Israel, when a foreigner resides temporarily among you in your land, do not mistreat him. He must be treated as a native-born person. Love them as yourselves. And we confess, Lord, we have not done this. We have failed in so many ways. Lord, we humbly take responsibility before you for those in Australia, contractors, mainly contractors, I think, who bring the workers in and the farmers, some of them in Australia, who are taking advantage of the, the, our brothers and sisters in the islands who do not know our ways and our laws. They're, they have been charged, these people coming to work for us have been charged for transport to and from the farms where they will work. They've been charged for meals. They've been charged for accommodation. They have even been charged for the water that they drink. And they have sometimes at least been given very poor uh, living conditions. And we know stories of those who have returned to their homes, hoping maybe to build a little house or who have wanted to send money home to their families. One woman even went back and all she could take back out of her earnings was a bag of Easter eggs for her family. Lord, this is our country. We are confessing. Um, we are confessing that this seems to be a reproduction, reproduction of the pattern in the 1860s where people from the islands were brought in by blackbird, as they called them, brought in under false pretenses or not understanding what was going on and then were kept in, in this nation to do our hard work. Father, we don't want this to happen again, but we confess there's some aspects of it that does seem to be reproducing now. We confess that our laws don't adequately protect our brothers and sisters. We confess that injustice, even the police have prosecuted those who try and protect these people. We, have, we also confess that the workers have not been given the freedom of movement in this station. Well, we understand now, well and truly, we are not allowed to move from state to state, but it was one of our basic laws in this country. We confess also a desire for ungodly profits. Lord, your word says that the love of money is actually the root of all evil or evils. And Father, we ask your forgiveness where those who have tried to make a lot of money out of those who do not know uh, our laws and our We come humbly confessing our sins before you. You promise that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we want our nation to be forgiven and to be cleansed in all these areas and others that we may not know of or may not have thought of. So, Lord, as we come before you in communion, we lift up the bread, which represents your body, Yeshua, Jesus, which was broken on behalf of us, all our sin and weakness, and broken on behalf of our brothers and sisters whom you have brought to this land 
And so we humbly ask that through your broken body, you will heal these people. You will heal these ones who've gone back to their own land, that you will heal and comfort those that are still here, maybe hiding or suffering real injustices. We ask for your comfort, your grace, your justice, your protection, and your healing and your restoration. We ask also that we in Australia will be able to make restitution to them, Lord. We ask it in your name, in the, in the name of Yeshua. And so let us take the bread together. And Lord, we thank you for the cup. We thank you for your blood. We thank you for the power of your blood to watch wash deepest and darkest and most unjust and cruel sins against the poor and needy in our, our land. And so we plead your blood as we take it. We bless this juice or this wine. We bless that it may truly be your blood with all its power to wash our sins away, to wash our iniquities and to cleanse and bless and release blessing and healing on those workers amongst us who need your grace. And we thank you, Lord, as we take your blood together in the name of Yeshua. Thank you, Cynthia. Now we can proceed, can't we? I just want to point out that we have a few islands represented here on this watch today, which is wonderful. We have Fiji represented, PNG, Tonga, Samoa, New Zealand. We have an Indigenous Australian with us on this call. And, and that's wonderful. And we bless these island nations. We also, I, I spotted Esther from Israel, which is great. And all the rest of you from all over, how wonderful. So praise God for the chance to get together like this and pray. Just to remind you, um, of the islands, quite a large area that we're praying about today regarding corruption. And it's bigger than we, we all realise. I just want to read a little bit out to you. The question was asked, is the Pacific Islands region the most corrupt region in the world? And a new report by Transparency International found that in some Pacific Island nations, more than 90% of the people believe corruption is a serious problem. The report, which relies on a survey of over 6,000 people across 10 countries and territories, found that not only do people believe corruption is right, but many have experienced it firsthand. About a third of people interviewed said they have recently paid a bribe to receive public services, a higher rate than any other region. One in four respondents said they have been offered a bribe for their vote in national or local elections, with 15% saying they've received threats of retaliation if they did not vote a specific way. Kiribati, the Federated States of Micronesia and Papua New Guinea ranked worst 
on vote buying and bribes paid for public services. And the report notes that what they call sex torsion, whereby an official requests sexual acts in exchange for essential government service is widespread. I just said essential government service. With 38% of respondents across the region saying they or someone they know has suffered in that way and personally experienced that within the last five years. French Polynesia and New Caledonia ranked worst on sex torsion with 92% and 76% of respondents in those countries respectively stating they'd experienced that form of corruption themselves or knew someone who had. The Solomon Islands and Papua New Guinea ranked worse for perception of corruption with 97 and 96% respectively believing that corruption is a big problem in government. A third of all people interviewed across the Pacific think that most or all members of parliaments and staff in heads of government's offices are involved in corruption. The Solomon Islands and Papua New Guinea also had the highest percentages stating a belief that corruption is a big problem in business at 90 and 82% respectively. Transparency International notes in its report that a corruption hotspot appears to be government contracts and companies involved in extracting natural resources are of particular concern. In the Solomon Islands, one of the largest exporters of tropical wood globally had many senior government leaders actually held direct interest in the logging concessions. There's been collusion between political leaders, public officials, the timber industry, and in implicating senior officials and politicians. Pacific-wide, 68% believe that businesses rely on money or connections to obtain government contracts. What um, we can now see is that bribery is worse in the Pacific region than any other region in the world. It's certainly very alarming. And the most common public services that people paid bribes for were health, care and education. Then others included government offices issuing water, sanitation or electric services, the police and the courts. Petty corruption like paying for public officials for services is very common. And if you want to escape a fine or get say a passport, the police become involved and the payment is made and they process quickly. You can see that things are pretty crook. So I'm just now going to hope that these, this chat message will work so I can put up the prayer points. There you go. Thank you, Lord. It's happened. It just froze on me. So we want to be praying about this corruption situation. And I know Cecilia is on from Fiji, Isaiah from Tonga, Pastor John from Samoa, Lola from PNG, from Papua New Guinea, and I hope I haven't missed anybody. They all have stories 
about what they know that is going on. And, and I also heard just from someone that in Tonga, they are not even allowed into banks now unless they're vaxxed. I'm just throwing this in. This is an up-to-date. Have you heard that, Yesaya? Yes, he's nodding his head. And, yeah, it's okay. Lena's the only one that's got the chat, so I've got to try this again. I'll see if I can have this behave. Sorry, give me a Have we got that now? Yay, touchdown. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Yeah, so there's all sorts of corruption that is going on. So I'm going to suggest we go into breakout rooms. If the Lord gives you a vision, a picture, a word that you feel you want to share, we give the opportunity at the end to do that. And so bless you, everyone, as you pray. And we just believe we're going to hit the hit the mark, hit the target. Thank you, Lord. Why don't you and I pray together? So the first point was to continue to expose all hidden corruption and those involved and replace the ungodly with the godly leaders. Okay, we bind and take authority over all the corruption that is happening in um, the Solomon Islands. And uh, Lord, we bind the strife of tongues that speak out hate, anger and violence and incite disorder in the Solomon Islands and Malaita province. We release peace and order, righteousness and justice in Jesus' name. And I've got a scripture, Isaiah 33, and it says, You who are far away, hear what I have done. You who are near, acknowledge my power. The sinners in Solomon Islands are terrified. Trembling grips the godless. Who of us can dwell with the consuming fire? Who of us can dwell with everlasting burning? Only he who walks righteously and speaks what is right, who rejects gain from extortion and keeps his hand from accepting bribes who stops his ears from plots of murder and shuts his eyes against contemplating evil. This is the man who will dwell on the heights, whose refuge will be the mountain fortress. His bread will be supplied and water will not fail him. So, Father, we just pray for this one, this person that you choose to head up the government, Lord, and that others like him will come into the government, Lord. Father, that we have, uh, that they have a righteous government, a government that cares for the widows and the children, a government that cares for the needs of the people, a government that will be godly. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I am in agreement. Thank you, Lord. And we say yes and amen, Lord God. And Father, we ask you that you will bring justice to the people, Lord God. Yes. That, that the people will really see your ways, oh Lord God, and this land, Father, in these countries, Lord. 
strengthen those who have been become wary, the fighters of corruption and injustice, Lord God. And Father, we ask you that you will, um, over here it says Isaiah 40, 31, that you will renew their strength. Those who have the, Lord, the hope in the Lord will be renewed with their, that they will soar on eagles' wings, that they will run and not grow weary, they will walk and not be faint. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Yes, Lord. And also, Lord God, we pray, Lord God, as we have all with Cynthia, Lord God, as she led us into repentance, Lord. Now we ask you for justice in the land, Lord. According to Luke 18, I believe it, that it's the, the persistent widow. And we will be like that widow, Lord God. What's happening in Australia right now, Lord God, with so much um, righteous Father, get justice for Australia from their adversary, Lord God. And Lord, as we are praying in agreement, Lord, you said in your word, and shall not God avenge his own? And you said, Lord God, I tell you, this is your word, Jesus, that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when he comes, shall he find faith on earth. So, Lord, as you cry day and night, Lord God, as you're elect to cry out, Father, we pray that you will bring justice and all the islands, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Your hand is not too short, Lord God, that it will not act. So, Father, we wait on you as we praise you and we lift up your name. And your word says that as we lift up your name, you will draw all men to yourself. Jesus, we ask you for mercy on these people and show them your truth. Continue to expose. Bring them to you, Lord God, but they will not listen, Lord God. You do your what you have to do, Father, to bring justice in this land. Amen. Yes, Lord, and we just pray like that song that we sang first, Arise and shine your light over the Solomon Islands, Lord. Let your light shine. Let your light shine, Lord. Father, we just pray for your love to overwhelm the people, Lord, that they will fall to their knees and repent of their sins, Lord. We thank you for your grace and your mercy because you love all men. You love all, all women, children. You love all and you gave your life for all, not for some, but for all. And we thank you, Lord, that you will turn these things of evil around and you will bring good. Your word says that those who love you and who are called according to your purpose, that you will turn things around. So, Father, we thank you for the, our brothers and sisters in the islands, Lord, that as they pray, as they fast, as they believe, you will turn things around because we agree with them. We agree against all the corruption we agree against all the evil and we thank you lord that it's your light of your word that shines in the darkness and casts the darkness out so father we thank you for transformation lord 
<laughs> Hallelujah for transformation. In Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Lord, we wait on you to act on behalf of the Australian and South Pacific region, Father. And I pray in this weekend as Ruth is going to be doing these three hours of worship, Lord God, that you send your holy angels, Jehovah Sabaoth, to send your holy angels in this area, Father, Lord God, yes. and put things right, Lord God, to take your heaven's armies, Lord God, that bow down to you day and night and say, holy, holy, are you, that we will join with them, Lord God, singing to you that you are a righteous God, you are worthy God, that you will speak on behalf of this nation, Lord God, yes. that you'll bring about, Lord God, justice and mercy, Father, in this land. That it's what's happening there, Lord God, is unheard of. People can't even go. The hospital of Jenny, Father, the heart goes out to her, Father, that she can't even go and visit her husband in the hospital because she is not vaccinated. We speak, Lord God, and we block shields with our brothers and sisters, and we ask you for mercy and justice, Lord, in these lands. And we bind uh, the control and, what's the word, dictatorship that's coming through the health departments, saying that it's in Tonga now that they can't can't go into the banks unless they're vaccinated. This is so wrong. Oh, Father, we just call out to you. This is happening all over the world. We call out to you, Lord, that you would <clears throat> intervene, Lord, and stop this evil of taking away our choices. And it's written in our government mandate. I can't think of the name of the word. But we have the right to have choice. So, Father, we just ask you to intervene in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And, Father, we ask you for help, Lord God, and for healing for all those who have suffered injustices. You roll down from heaven that one, that healing one, Lord God, to, to, to come up for their hearts, to protect their hearts, to keep a good heart, Lord God, and how they have been provoked and how they have fought. Father, we pray for mercy for all these people, Lord God, at this hour, who are going through so much, Lord God. And Father, we ask you for help, for your grace, for your strength. In the name of Jesus, bless them all, Father, that they may truly know that you are with them, that you have not forsaken them. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Psalm 46, 7 to 9 says, No wonder you are greatly feared. You are the awe-inspiring God, for you could ever stand before your face. When your fierce anger burns and lifts itself about it, as the earth itself. Father, you are holy God. You are requiring holiness from each and every one of us, Lord God. So let us not falter, Father, in this time of testing. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask you for your grace to empower all the people that are suffering. In Jesus' mighty name. Yes, Lord. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever and ever. Thank you that your name is above every other name.
Thank you, Jesus. There's power in your name, Lord. Give you all the glory. We thank you, Lord, that you are working. We may not see it all, but you are working. You are changing this. You are changing that heart here and you're changing that heart there. Lord, I thank you, Father, that there is a way. There seems to be no way, but you make a way. You make a way for the blind. Mm. You lead them upon a path that they do not know. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Loretta. Thank you. God bless you. We're all back together. Thank you, Margaret. Does anybody have anything that they would like to share? I just want to give Heather some warning because she read out a wonderful scripture out of Isaiah 59, and I'm going to ask her to read it in a minute. But does anybody have anything else that they'd love to share that the Lord gave them or an impression, anything? Thank you, Lord. Are you ready to read that scripture, Heather? From Isaiah 59, verse 14. Justice is driven away and righteousness stands on the sidelines. For truth has stumbled in the public square and morality cannot enter. Yes, truth has disappeared. But those who run from evil become the next victims. Yahweh saw this and was greatly displeased that there was no justice. And then he was astonished to see that there was no champion, not even one who would rescue the oppressed. So then his own mighty power was released to deliver and his own righteousness supported him. He put on righteousness as his body armor, salvation for a helmet, a garment of warring vengeance for his uniform and passion, his cape. He will repay his and retribution to his foes according to what they have done. Reckoning is coming to the islands for what is due then, from the west to the lands of the rising sun. The glory in the name of Yahweh will be hurled in highest reverence. Amen. Uh, it was Isaiah 59, verse 16 to verse 19. Yes. I just read one uh, scripture as well, Alison. It was one I read out just now on our group. It was Psalm 18, verse 30. It says, as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is flawless. He is a shield to all who take refuge in him. And Lord, I'd just like to pray and say thank you, Lord, that you are our shield, you are our protector, and for all the people in the South Pacific, that is definitely your word that is tried and tested, and your ways are perfect and flawless, and so we entrust their, all our lives, their lives, our life, into your faithful and perfect hands. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Alison, I had a scripture, Isaiah 33, oh, I can't read it now, 15, I think. It says, he who walks righteously and speaks what is right, who rejects gain from extortion and keeps his hand from accepting bribes, 
who stops his ears against plots of murder and shuts his eyes against contemplating evil. This is the man who will dwell on the heights, whose refuge will be the mountain fortress. <clears throat> his bread will be supplied and water will not fail him. And so <clears throat> I'm thinking of this to be at the person that uh, uh, takes place in the government to be the MP of that area. In Jesus' name. Amen. Anybody, anything else? It is ironic that we are calling the same words that the Apostle James called in his book in five, where he called out the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud, their wages. They cry out, and the cries of the reapers, the workers, have reached the ears of the Lord Sabaoth. God of the angel armies has heard, and I agree with you, Heather, there is a day of reckoning coming, and um, we can see that on the earth, can't we, that that day is approaching, the day of the Lord. One of my favourite verses at the moment is Amos 5.24, but let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. So, Father, we agree on this call together that your justice is rolling down like waters across the South Pacific region, touching every island, Father, and that righteousness will roll down like an ever-flowing stream. We call that in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that there's more two of us three agreeing here together. And we thank you, Lord that your word is powerful, full of truth and active. Lord, we thank you for action, for justice and righteousness being released across the islands. We thank you, Father, for this time that we've been able to have together. I thank you for blessing each person who's come to pray together today. We bless each one of them. We bless their families, Lord, with health and with everything that they need, Lord, you've already given them. We thank you that we are full of your blessings, each one of us, and I bless the nations that are represented here as well. We give you all the praise and all the glory. We thank you, precious Jesus. And we thank you for thank being taken. Thank you very much, Alison, and thank you all for being on the call. I just would like to pray one last thing because my heart really goes out at this hour somebody would like to pray it's a lovely idea thank you yes father we we cry out to you for our faithful and loyal servants to us uh, to the global call for so many years and we lift up to you all the others who are suffering in this way losing jobs etc etc and not allowed to go to the doctors or wherever they need to go we cry out to you, Lord. You hear the cries of the poor. You hear the cries of the needy. You hear the cries of your righteous ones, Lord, who are in such a need at present all over the world, all over the world. So we thank you, Lord. You said the prisoners in Egypt, their groans came to your ears. So let the groans of these ones who are suffering so much come to your ears right now. And will you send it 
your son, your son is the first and foremost deliverer, but so often you send persons as deliverers. So send the deliverer, Lord, send the deliverer, release the spirit of Jesus across the earth, Lord. In the name of his name, we pray by the power of your Holy Spirit. And we thank you by faith. We really thank you, Father. You will hear, you will answer. Amen. 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 And let us bless now South Pacific and all the islands, Australia, New Zealand, and all the islands. And we pray, Father, for your peace, for your shalom, and your justice and your grace.